0: listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast. Join your host as we review video games from all systems and all genres. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Night. I'm your host, Danny, and we have Lori back again. I actually counted, and you and Kaylee are like (laughs) neck and neck on how many episodes you guys have recorded with me. So, like, I'm the only one who's been in almost every episode. <laughs> it's but time for
1: me and Kaylee to do an episode. There
0: you go. That's a great idea. It's <laughs> a great idea. Maybe, maybe you can start outnumbering me.
1: Maybe uh, we'll do the next game and you can
0: uh, hmm, sit out. That's interesting. <laughs> I do have many other games that I should be playing. Yeah. So, anyway. today we are talking about calling. Not the calling as I've been calling it. <laughs> Just Calling for the nintendo wii oh and it's the 15th what and we're making a review podcast what yeah yeah we're gonna try and continue this on through the end of the year so Did, didn't what? you
1: do on last month or was last month seth and evans
0: last month was seth 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 seth, <laughs> <laughs> seth and evans sorry <laughs> seth <laughs> uh yeah so this is the first 15th that is
1: not them.
0: Not them. Yeah.
1: And it's still a review.
0: And it's still a review. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna try and keep the reviews at least until the end of the year. We'll see how things go after that. But um, we do have plans. I, we talked about it on Zapchats. We do have plans of changing it up, but we don't have everything like hashed out perfectly. So until we figure it out, well, we'll let you guys know more information. Until then, we're sticking to reviews on the fifteenth and the first. So that's why we're here talking about calling calling so calling is a horror survival game um, developed by hudson soft uh for the wii it was only released on the wii uh it was released in november 2009 in japan and then march in 2010 everywhere else um and that's about it (laughs) That's all I have for development stuff. Um, There was some like preview demo that was, I don't know if it was a preview demo or there was, there was some sort of information that was leaked like the year before it was released through like a PR server that got hacked or something like that. So like people knew about the game ahead of time, but it doesn't sound like that that really changed anything. It just happened, I guess. So, fun little tidbit that I found on Wikipedia while I was looking it up. I saw that too. <laughs> oh, you did? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to talk about the story. We're probably going to butcher the story. Um, if you don't want spoilers, if you have any inkling of playing this game whatsoever, play it first. Because this game is a little more fun to experience the story. Yeah than it is to be told the story and then go in to play it and be like, oh, well, I already know. Because honestly, the story is kind of like the highlight. <laughs> the gameplay is not awesome. I mean, we'll talk about it more. But um, the the story specifically, if you don't want anything to be spoiled, play it first, then come back and enjoy it with us. But otherwise, if you have no reason to play the game and you just want to listen to us talk about it, this is okay (laughs) because we're going to do our best to explain the story. Um, it's kind of confusing because of the way that the game told the story, they kind of told it in multiple different timelines and they kind of told it in like, not, not in a cohesive timeline. So the, what we're gonna try and do is make it as cohesive as possible, and hope <laughs> that we don't screw it up too much. So, uh, where where should we start? <laughs> <laughs> should we start with um, Rico?
1: Yes, yes. Start. Let's, we'll start. With let's start with
0: what yeah. happened to Rico. Yeah, and this is honestly, this is like. End game, yeah, so you don't really find this out until the very end. But again, to make it a cohesive like story, this is where it starts. So Rico is a twelve-year-old girl, or was she seven? She was young, ten,
1: ten or ten or twelve.
0: Okay, that sounds right. All right, little girl. Uh, she gets put in the hospital because she has she's sick. They don't really go into detail of what she is sick from. Um, they do talk about her having um, an operation that doesn't go very... Or the operation itself goes fine, but, like, she doesn't get any better. Um, they also... Um, over the course of the the diaries, you know that it's, like, a year-long thing. Right. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, so, she's in the hospital. She, like, she gets into the hospital... She's there over the course of at least a year, maybe more, maybe less. It's not exact, but, um, while she's there, she, um, her mom is super busy and doesn't have enough time to see, uh, Ryoko very often. Is that her name? No, Rico, Rico, like
1: mixed up the two names. (laughs) Or her screen name and her name.
0: Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm I'm trying. These Japanese names are not the best for me. I'm not very good with names, period. So this is a struggle. Anyway, okay, so Rico, um her mom isn't there, but instead her mom gives her a cell phone so that she can talk. So
1: you can still talk. Right. Yeah.
0: And um this makes her really happy and this makes her Um, You know, every time she gets a chance to talk to her mom, she is a lot more excited and healthy in general. But as time goes on, her mom calls less and less and is just too busy for her.
1: Because her mom is working like a full-time job plus to pay for the hospital bills.
0: Right. But now, you know, as a little girl, she doesn't know this. All she sees is that her mom is less and less you know interacting with her less and less and it's it makes her depressed um so the nurse her i would assume her nurse um koyoko she teaches her how to use the computer and she introduces her to you know chat rooms and stuff like that
1: this is after she breaks her phone right
0: Oh yeah, I think you're right. She does throw her phone and breaks because it because
1: her mom stops calling.
0: Yeah, and she gets upset, and so then she learns how to use the computer, and she starts using these forums where, um, you know, she gets a chance to talk with people all over the world, and at first it was really good, but it slowly turned into. You know, it's the internet. People are mean on the internet. And that's kind of what this was, you know, trying to describe is that slowly people got more and more ornery about, you know, the situation. Oh, poor, you know.
1: Just like discrediting
0: her. Poor Rico. She's in the hospital yeah. all the time. And yeah, right. Is she even really in the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's when Rin steps in and she in, in the forums and. And she's trying to defend her, saying, you know, don't be like that. You know, this this is really mean that you're doing this. Um, and actually s- arranges a meeting with um, Re- Rico. Um, in the meantime, <laughs> Rico befriends this old man who's in the hospital for... Something else They don't I don't know if they specified or not They might have And it doesn't matter She, He's in the hospital And uh, Rico Teaches the old man how to use the computer And you know is just You know just being friendly Really like her only friend there And he introduces Her to his wife And they all become You know kind of close Uh, But really she's so close with this old man And then he passes away And it makes her really sad And then you know her mom isn't calling anymore It makes her really sad Um, The only thing she really had Oh and the nurse Her nurse that um, Koyoko Who was you know trying to help her And teaching her how to use a computer um, Rico overheard her Talking bad about Um talking with another nurse about um, Rico's situation and it made Rico feel really bad too. So that was like another negative, like just dagger after dagger after dagger to this poor little girl. And then the only light was that Rin from the forums was coming to visit uh, Rico in the hospital. Uh, unfortunately, Rin gets hit by a bus on her way there and, And ends up in the hospital, in the bed next to Rico. But they don't know, because they've only met online, they don't know, you know, they don't know each other. And um, from Ryoko's point of view, Rin never showed up. Um, And it just spiraled out of control to the point where Rico ended up committing suicide by jumping out a window. And Rin... Happened to notice this happen. Like she has these dreams of Rico jumping out the window and the nurse trying to save her. But in the end, it didn't happen. Rico died. This is where it starts getting like, um, this is where the like supernatural stuff starts up. (laughs) So after this happened, the, Um, Rin makes a full recovery and leaves the hospital. And between then and, like, five years later, the hospital slowly declines. There's a bunch of, like, mysterious deaths. And the, the hospital ends up closing. And then the deaths start happening kind of sporadically all over. These weird, mysterious deaths and they start associating it to this web page called um, the Black Page, and that turn uh, you know they the the rumors start going around that it's this cursed page that that people can see the dead if you go to this page, and there's like a death count or something on how many people have died by going to this page. And I think when we start the game, it the counter goes to like nine. 80 or something, 960, I don't know, something like that. But the counter is like in the 900s. So, in any case, um, people are being lured into this webpage, and the webpage is just going, linking to a forum where people can kind of conversate. And then, after you've been to the webpage, you get a phone call, assumingly from, from Ryoko. And that phone call teleports you to this abyss. What do they call it? The pneumatic, pneumonic abyss. abyss. (laughs) Pneumatic. Pneumatic. So the pneumonic abyss is the like in between life and death, and um, you're trapped there unless you find some way to get out. And that's what um, that's kind of where the gameplay story starts. So the gameplay specifically follows Rin, Shin, Chico, and uh, Makoto as the as alive people in the abyss, trying to figure out what's going on and how to escape. Um, Who are you with me so far? <laughs> I think I'm doing okay. You doing okay? Um. Yeah. So. We already kind of know Rin's background story. Um, Shin is this like anime nerd. He's really into the like occult stuff. He's really into like the sci-fi and you know the weird. So that's what drew him in. Um, Chico just recently lost her husband and she was going to the black page to try and reconnect with him. And so that's what led her to the, to, you know, the abyss, um, Makoto recently, um, he, he is a reporter and his partner was doing research on the black page when his partner disappeared. And when Makoto was looking through his journals and found, you know, where the research had led to the black page, he visited the black page and got sucked into the abyss too. So, um, what story should we focus on? Makoto's, maybe? Or Rin's? Rin. Rin, okay. So, Rin, when she goes to the Abyss, she ends up in a school. And the school is like... uh, It's... It's like a nightmare school. Because it's in this Abyss, it's like, you know, haunted and nightmarish and run down. And, um... She finds a cell phone And the cell phone ends up being One of the girl, one of the ghost girls That roam the halls of the school There's three ghost girls for sure There's probably more But there's three that, that specifically haunt the school And um, those three There's a side story with all that I'm, I'm not going to get into it But um, they practically torture her And everybody else that ends up at the school Because they're just kind of mischievous like that and, um, she eventually runs into, uh, Makoto and Makoto explains to her that, um, Makoto's a reporter, by the way, um, explains to her that the, uh, that there are multiple areas in the abyss, but you can only get there by cell phone. Um, any other exits that exist in like the school area, they all lead to this like portal that goes nowhere and I didn't bother to jump into the portal. So I don't even know what happens. Maybe we should start it up and see. You probably just die. I would assume. Um, but yeah, so every exit leads to just like nothing. So there's nothing outside of the school. You're kind of in a bubble. But there are separate different areas that you can go to. And the cell phone is the key to get between the different areas. Makoto figures this out from um, his partner uh, Sado. Sadao. Sado. Yeah. And um, he explains this to Rin. And kind of hoping to, you know, the more information they can gather as a whole, the better odds they have of escaping. So later on then she encounters Shin, who's the nerd. Um, He's scared to death of the school. He is being tortured by the three ghosts, the three girl ghosts that are around. He's being chased. He is just definitely having a tough time there. As all of them would be at this point, but like he really isn't handling it very well at all. So Rin kind of talks to Shin about how the the cell phones are, you know, teleporting people around. So he quickly whips open his phone and teleports. And when he teleports, he ends up am, am I you think I'm <laughs> am I right with the yeah, story? Yeah. Okay, so he when he teleports, he ends up at um this Dog, collector's, dog house. collector's house, which is kind of like a one one big apartment with like maybe two rooms. And, um, when he teleports there, he, you, you, the, the like technicalities of this, this world is when you teleport, you lose your phone. It's almost like you, you particleize and then you travel through the phone to another phone. And then when you end up there, you still have all of you, but like, you don't have your phone. So he had to find another phone. And when he does this, he roams around the doll collector's house and um, eventually gets attacked by the dolls. And he runs back to the room and then gets swallowed up. Did he get swallowed up by the dolls?
1: No. He gets a phone call. Oh, right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Land phone. phone.
1: And it's supposedly her. Rico. yeah okay where she's like i got you and oh then i see it ends
0: it ends right and you hear him scream and i think it seems like i remember a ghost like popping up and like hugging him like yeah. holding him yeah. and then the scene like ends and you don't you don't know exactly what happened but you assume he dies so in any case uh back to rin um she makes her way through the school and eventually finds a way to teleport to uh the doll collector's house where she meets Chico. Chico is this old lady who I kinda explained recently lost her husband, and you find out that her husband is the same old man that was in the hospital with Rio Rico. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um She is there in the abyss with Rin and Rin kind of helps like she's knocked down on the floor and Rin helps her up and Rin. I I don't know if she leaves to like try and figure out what's going on or what, but Rin leaves and when she comes back, Chico's gone. And, um, you find out in the next chapter is like Chico's chapter. (coughs) Excuse me um you find out that chico um like a door opened up for her and she walks through the door it's in it, she's in the doll maker's house or the doll collector's house and she walks through the door and it's like you walk through this forest and then you end up in light yeah 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 this light forest and then you end up in um the hospital where Ryoko was originally, you end up in the hospital and you're kind of roaming through the hospital. You're collecting a few like small tidbit clues of, you know, her interactions while she was um, alive and at the hospital. And, um, you eventually kind of, get in contact with Rico who says, you know, you're too special for this place. You shouldn't be here. You shouldn't have come here, but she's glad that she did um, because she needed, she wanted a friend and she was happy to see Chico again. She, Chio. (laughs) Anyway. Um, so, um, Chio like follows this. I think he was like a conductor i don't know know what he was but anyway she follows this guy like through the halls and then like through another forest and eventually she wakes up in the hospital and she's fine alive in the real world and everything is fine so her connection with rico saved her life and she really didn't run into any ghosts along the way though i did read that you could and while you're walking through the hospital, there's like an aggressive nurse ghost that you could run into. But I mean, we didn't experience that. So, um, but in any case, Chico survives, um, back to Rin. Um, Rin eventually makes her way to the hospital and, um, she starts encountering, um, Koyoko, uh, Koyoko? Yeah, the nurse. The nurse. She ends up running into the nurse and follows the nurse around who is leaving her clues in the form of diary notes. And these diary notes kind of explain who uh Rico is. And um Rin eventually learns the background story of Rico being sick in the hospital and realizing that um you know Rin was there to meet Rico And that you know Some of the trauma that Rico was You know uh, Experiencing while in the hospital And um, Rico Eventually uh, Confronts Sorry Rin eventually Confronts Rico And tries to settle things And And there's like this heartfelt moment of like, Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry that this happened to you. I didn't break my promise, but you know, I'm still here and pretty soon I'm going to be a ghost too. And you know, we can, we can, you know, be together forever sort of thing. So she follows Rico to the hospital room and Ren sees Rico about to jump into the abyss and Ren runs to grab her to keep her from going into the abyss, but she just goes right through Rico and ends up falling to her death. Kind of. (laughs) So at this point, um, the story kind of splits. So you could, that was like the bad ending, but in the good ending, um, Makoto, the reporter, starts it, he he has his own quest where he is following um his partner who was originally investigating the black page and the abyss and he finds all these clues of you know who he was following basically the full trail of his partner's investigation through kind of the similar like diary sort of thing where he's finding notes along the way and all of these things lead to from from a player's point of view you're being told the like logistics of how the abyss works and how you know people get teleported into the abyss and when they do their memories form like the those little bubbles of space so like uh, makoto ends up in the nerd's room and ends up in like a hotel room and in a barbershop and you know, all these different places and all these different places correspond to people who've, who've died in the abyss and the like key, there was a couple key things to his like playthrough and his, his main thing that, that from, you know, a story point of view is that he finds out that the only way to truly communicate with the ghosts is through cell phones. And he tells this to Rin before Rin jumps over the edge. So like you play the game as Rin and she dies in like the first playthrough, but then you play the game again, kind of as Makoto and Makoto tells Rin about the cell phone thing and so in that final, like, cut scene with Rin and Rico where, um, you know, she's having this heartfelt moment of, you know, I'm so sorry that this happened. We could be together forever sort of thing. Um, instead of just verbally saying it, she calls Rico on the cell phone and has that talk with her. And after, after that, uh, Rin wakes up in the hospital room and basically rescues rico however makoto doesn't have such a good positive ending um he is eventually led by his partner he's led to um rico's mom's house where you find out that rico's mom really wasn't she was doing what she felt like she could possibly do. She was working as many jobs as she could trying to pay the hospital bills and support herself. But in the end she had, it was too much stress on her. She wasn't able to see her daughter as much as she wanted to. Um, She wanted to commit suicide, but just couldn't get herself to do it. And um, eventually finds out that her daughter committed suicide and even then she couldn't get herself to go to the hospital to claim you know the body to you know give her a proper burial um and what whatever ended up happening to her i mean obviously she's in the abyss with everyone but i don't know i don't know, I don't know what happened to her
1: because he leaves and the apartment
0: yeah and there, there was no, like, conclusion to it. I would assume that maybe she investigated the Black Page, too, to try and talk with her daughter maybe, yeah. and then just got sucked in. Um, in any case, um, after you're at Rico's mom's house, Makoto goes to his partner's apartment. And this is where his partner kind of says, you know you have no choice but to be one of us like when you're when you're one of us then we can be partners again and attacks and kills makoto and as makoto's ghost roams the halls and the abyss he's able to um tell rin about the contact with cell that the cell phones use uh is the only way to, to contact with the ghosts and yeah that's it I think we did okay. (laughs) I think I I think I did it all right. Um, yeah. I mean, I talked about everybody.
1: And Rin survived.
0: Rin, yeah, Rin survived because she woke up after she saved Rico. Um, after using the cell phone to communicate with her, she saves Rico from jumping out of the window. And she wakes up the next day like, in her in, bed. In her bed. Yeah. With the cat. With Yeah, with the black cat that is like your save point through the game. So, yeah. <laughs> There's only two survivors. Uh, Rin and Chico, uh, the old lady. And, uh, and I guess... I I would assume that with Rin kind of solving the issue that the black page would be no more and the abyss like eternally is done. But I mean, I don't know. (laughs) They didn't like conclude it. There are some like weirdness that happens throughout the game that they don't really explain a whole lot of. Um, Like, the weird like walk in the park forest scene with Chico was kind of bizarre. Like there's no other time that you're outside. There's no other time that you're in a forest. So it was kind of weird. Um, the, there's a lady in a red dress that shows up and from doing research, you find out that she shows up like during, like if you do very specific things, she shows up kind of like a secret hidden ghost that you can find, but there really isn't any like storyline use for her. Um, from what I've read online, she's actually stalking you as the player. So that's kind of a fun little thing. She sends you messages through the like, Wii like mail system thing that they have on the Wii. So that's, that's weird. Um, let's see what else oh and the keys I still don't know what the keys are for I have no idea you collect these like little like key button things. things yeah, yeah. and I, I don't know what they're for I have no idea there's no uh, I, I don't know I read something about them being like the zodiac sign and having to do with associating with different characters but I still don't really understand what the point of collecting them is mm-hmm. So I don't know. <laughs> so I'm sure that there's a lot more story than just what we've told. Um, but I mean, that's the basics of you know, uh, like a lot of the ghosts have their own backstories. Um, the girls in the in the school have their little backstories. Um, like the doll maker has, or the doll collector has, like some sort of weird backstory that's kind of obscure. Uh, but yeah so in any case that's that's the story (laughs) so what did you think of it lori
1: um i gave it a seven
0: i gave it an eight
1: i mean i like i like rin's story but how it is presented is very confusing it is
0: very confusing we spent a lot of time discussing the story and trying to get it straight in our heads so that we can present it to you guys in some cohesive form. Whether or not it was, I, I don't, I, I it's to be determined. <laughs> I'd have to listen to it back and know how well I did. But, I mean, I feel like I did all right. But the way that I told it is not at all how they, they told it in the game itself. Now, that said, the game is only like, uh, we put less than 10 hours in. Yeah. Um, So, like, they do a good job at keeping it moving, but a lot of it is told in, like, the diary that you have to, like, piece together, and it's told in, like, the... I mean, um, what
1: was it, like, six hours when we finished the first, like, credits? Yeah. And technically, you could stop there if you don't really care about knowing the logistics of everything right yeah i mean you get the story
0: you get the story and you get like a bad ending so yeah technically you could end it there but like there is another you know four hours of gameplay at least so you know there's a lot more story that we could even dig around and find more of but i mean for the sake of the podcast i feel like we got what we needed for the story Um, It did keep my interest through the whole thing. Like, even though they told it in this funny, weird way, um, I was constantly intrigued by more information on how the Abyss worked and, you know, how, how the telephone system worked, like what was going on. And, you know, it was just it was neat because they were... In the game, you were using the telephone, like, teleportation system as, like, a means of even getting into a room that was locked. Like, you know, at one point, Rin had two cell phones and slid one under a door and then called it and teleported herself to that room, you know, by that teleportation system. So, I mean, it's just, it's a neat concept. It just, they told it in a very odd way. Yeah. Um, so yeah I mean I, I gave it an 8 it was a good story but you really have to dig around and think about it in order for it to make any sense so uh, you want to move on to graphics what would you give it a 7 I gave it an 8 also um, <laughs> what what didn't you like about it what was like your number one bad graphics thing
1: I guess the rooms, how all the rooms were very similar. Oh, like, yeah. Like, when you're in the school, all the classrooms are, like, exactly carving copies same. of each yeah, other. Yeah, they are. And, like, the hospital rooms are all just copies of each other.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> um, I was thinking my, my number one complaint was, like, the ghosts themselves weren't really that scary. Yeah, Like, there wasn't... I mean, aside from the, like, cheap shot, like... Jump scares that they threw in there, like the overall, I wasn't really all that scared. <laughs>
1: except, except the one time you turned the corner and there was a chair there.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I totally was <laughs> freaked out by that. The like, it was like I was turning a corner and I I looked at Lori. And I'm like, that scared me. And there it, it, it was like a chair. Like it wasn't a ghost or anything. It was just a chair. Um. Yeah. Uh. There was some pretty cool things. There's a lot of rooms to visit um there's a lot of like different structures that you go through like uh i kind of talked about most of them we had the school we had the the um the hospital those were the two big ones um we have the doll maker or the doll collector's house uh
1: you have the old lady's house
0: yep um the you ap- have the
1: apartment
0: both yeah you have both um the partner's a- apartment but then you also have the uh Shins. nerds yeah. like little room um there's like a little internet cafe room oh, yeah. that you're a little, in
1: like tiny room where there's just a computer
0: yeah yep yeah. um hairdresser yeah the hairdresser was yeah. oh hotel room that was another one There was a
1: lot of places to, like, go to.
0: There was a lot of places to go to, and, like, every dresser, you could open up all the drawers. I understand. Let's
1: let's talk about that in gameplay. Right, yeah. So,
0: like, (laughs) yeah, but, I mean, the, the fact that you could open it up, and that you could investigate them... I added that as a plus for the graphics, for graphics because because they added all that extra work to it, even though they didn't utilize it, but like they they had it in there and that's kinda neat I li- it made me like the first half of the game I spent like opening up everything like going from room to room to room and opening everything. What are we gonna say? sorry,
1: I liked all the effects that they did, like oh yeah. The fading to black when you're calling.
0: Oh yeah, that was cool.
1: I liked um that the screen kind of gets redder when you're being chased. Oh yeah,
0: and the, every now and then you would like get into this hyper mode where everything is like red it's with like black flat. outlines, or it's like, like
1: this flat like comic book kind of style. Yeah, where it's just like red and black.
0: Yeah, it's or like
1: red and white. There red was, and white. It seems red, like there was red, one white, that was, and black. Yeah. I don't know and I was reading and maybe this was why it was but there was like a hyper like scare and I think that that's what that was where if you just get touched then you die like there's no like oh, fighting I the ghost so I think that's what we were doing in that yeah. you know situation but we you know obviously didn't die right yeah <laughs> it was just a cool like
0: this different, crazy different effect. visual yeah. yeah it was it was really cool
1: and then I also liked the, um, the, the, like, white spirit effect that they did for the old lady. The old lady and, and Rin and the last. The good ending. Yeah.
0: yeah. Because, because the bad ending, you're, you're following, um, Rin is following Rico to the. And she's angry. Yeah. And it's like this, like, crazy, like, freak out thing. Yeah. And in the good ending, you kind of have that, that same walk down the hallway where you're following her to the room, but it's in that, like, white haze, similar to um, how Chico left. So it was kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the, like, spooky atmosphere was done really well. I wasn't necessarily scared, but it was very like creepy and eerie and you know the basement, the basement was really kind of freaky. <laughs> um, where you could see Rico's body and like I don't know, it's just it was a creepy place to be walking around.
1: Though things didn't scare me particularly. No i i liked all those little things like when you do a quick turn there's like a flash of a face or the flash of the cat or something yeah or like you'll see something falling from the ceiling
0: yep yeah it it did add add to the game quite a bit although they were kind of cheap shots because they had nothing to do with the story but it was just kind of neat that they added them in um yeah yeah yes Yes. so yeah i gave it an eight seven so now we're gonna talk about gameplay all right all right let's let's destroy this game now
1: (laughs) we played this together
0: we did more or less
1: (laughs) i played maybe two hours
0: You were there through the whole thing. I was
1: there through the whole thing. But so you experienced
0: like, it with me. Actually, but physically controlling playing the it?
1: Con- the characters was mostly you. Yeah,
0: because I hated these controls. <laughs> well, the controls were kind of tough because of how like you walk. You had to use the nunchuck and the Wii remote, and the nunchuck moved you physically, moved you around. Where the re- Wii remote, like turn your head and your visuals but if you go too quick it like pops off of the screen or gets like locked in a corner and then you're like stuck like moving like in a funky direction and that's tough on itself especially when you're like being chased by a ghost but it also like that first day it gave us like really bad motion sickness and it just wasn't easy to play the second day, I felt like it went fine. So I think that... I got the hang had, of playing it. We I don't know. turned
1: off the bobbing thing, too. Yeah, that's true. I think that helped.
0: Yeah. A little bit. So, yeah, the the controls are weird. It's weird to get the hang of, but once you get the hang of it, it's not terrible. Um, what I also didn't like was the only like interaction that you have with ghosts is they attack you and you have to swing the nunchuck around or the, sorry, the Wii remote. You just swing the Wii remote. And that's your only like defense mechanism is to swing the remote. And there are sections that you have to do that like seven times in a row. And I'm like, this is so stupid. (laughs) Like just sitting here like, okay, another one. Okay. Another one. Just swinging it. Keep fighting them off. Just, it was, it was stupid. It, was tiring (laughs) swinging that stupid remote. So yeah, that was kind of annoying. Um, I really liked the telephone system. I, I, you know, it's not just the teleporting, but like you could record voices with it. You could take pictures with it, though. We didn't use it because we actually physically took pictures of the screen with our phones. If we needed something, um,
1: Though I wonder if you did take pictures, if you like see different things in pictures.
0: Oh yeah, maybe. Um, I we did use Google Translate a couple times because there's like Japanese like characters on the handwriting on the walls, so like we were looking up to see what what they were. Most of them it was nothing, but it was just
1: they're just scary little tidbits. Yeah,
0: I'm watching you. Um. Also, the ghost would talk through the cell phone. Like, 100% of the time. Like, the ghosts always communicated through the cell phone.
1: Well, duh.
0: <laughs> right. It's the calling. <laughs> um, but what was cool is they would use the Wii remote yeah. as the, like, audio for your cell phone. So, like, like, even when you first boot up the game, it says your Wii remote is the cell phone. So, you know, as, you, you know, when you get a phone call, you push a button on the Wii remote to answer it, and the voice talks out of the Wii remote. So that was kind of a fun little, I don't, I don't know, it was just a quirk that they did, you know. Um,
1: Good use of the technology. Yeah. That yeah. they had, then, for the Wii. <laughs>
0: um, the puzzles were fun. Though they only kind of had like, like a few. They didn't have that many puzzles. Like the first hour of the game we got into that janitor's closet where we had to like do the key combination to unlock the key for the nurse's room or something and um you had to like add up the dates to get the total and then use that as the combination i loved that and i'm like yes if this is what this game is gonna be you know where you gotta you know you fight off ghosts and then you go into a puzzle and then you fight off ghosts and you go into a puzzle
1: there just wasn't enough there
0: wasn't enough of that yeah it wasn't and i was kind of sad i was looking forward to like a good challenging puzzle there,
1: there was a lot of exploration yeah however dead
0: end exploration yes
1: like they they didn't reward you for your
0: exploration very much at all i mean
1: like you go into a room to find something you're only looking for that one specific thing so like
0: you have you once you find it you're done done. you may as well leave the room because there's nothing else in there like you find the one thing that you need and then you just leave yeah that that was very annoying and kind of going back to how what i was talking about with the graphics you have all these drawers that you can open up but like 90 percent of them have nothing in it like nothing you can't like a lot of stuff you can click and it will say some sort of description about the object nothing like you can open up drawers and you can see objects in there but you can't investigate them whatsoever um they did have a pretty cool um i don't know I don't know what you want to call it It, it, like you could you could use the Wii remote to click on an item and there were some items that you could actually like pick up and investigate and basically you rotated the Wii remote to like try and rotate the 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 object and investigate the object so most of the time it was like finding batteries like
1: three times maybe. yeah
0: (laughs) But it was kind of neat because you had this like, you know, three D object Again, that you were yeah, looking they, at. There was
1: a lot of neat concepts that they didn't use enough. Yeah, of it. You yeah,
0: know? if they were to do that a little bit more, like I feel like they could make a new game with all these same ideas, and it would just have been so much better if they just ex- expanded on it more, more puzzles, more like investigation type stuff and I would have had way more fun but it, it just kind of fell short um if you don't have a light in this game you're dead in the water
1: <laughs> if you don't have your flashlight
0: if you don't have your flashlight or, or like the candle or the candle
1: which you get in the house you can't do anything you can't, you can't look at anything
0: like you can you can see stuff you can see that there's something there to look at but your, but, character, you can't
1: <laughs> but your character can't see it yeah
0: yep it's so dumb like don't even show that icon if i can't see like if it if i can't interact with it don't even show me the icon like i don't want to know that it's there <sighs> that that was probably the number one frustrating thing of this when game when you lose your
1: flashlight you, you lose your to, and, like... and it
0: happens a couple times and your goal is to then find light but like you're in the middle of this new area, and you want to look at everything, but, but you, you have no light, see. so you can't. Yeah. Very frustrating. And then by the time you find the light, you're in a different area, and then you got to backtrack to figure out what was there. Yeah. Um, the jump scares got old really fast. Like, not. It, I guess it w- it was desensitizing. Yeah. like after the first like two minutes i'm like okay so there's a jump scare at every corner just you go into it knowing that it happens and then you're like okay i don't even care anymore they could
1: have threw some different things in the mix you yeah. know like a door opening while you're walking or something yeah
0: just weirdness i mean wasn't there
1: like in the beginning of like a broom or something fell like Yep. They could have done that more
0: yep. instead of like, instead they have the, like you, you have a button that you can quick turn around and like maybe 40% of the time when you do that,
1: you get a flash, you get like of a face. flash.
0: You yeah, have like a ghostly face has nothing to do with the story, has nothing to do with the area that you're in. The ghost doesn't attack you. It's just there. And then it's gone just to give you a jump scare. Um, every now and then, if you're running through the halls, you'll get like a shadow that passes over the screen. Um, while you're walking through the halls, you might hear like light bulbs fall and break or like things rattling around, though you don't visually see them. You can kind of hear them in the background again, trying to give you this spook. Um, but really a lot of it was like cheap shots and got old quick, <laughs> Like
1: the, the dolls.
0: Yeah. And the clown. Yeah, the, the, the clown. Yeah, okay. So, like, the doll the doll um, collector's house really had no significance to the story whatsoever. It was just, like, a location. But it was like they wanted to... They used that space so much just because dolls are creepy. It was like they had one clown, um, like, toy. And... That
1: was in the hospital.
0: Yeah, there was no reason for it to be there. It's and at just, one like, point... It's you're just, leaving, like, as you're
1: leaving, it, like
0: starts up and comes to you and that's it. Yeah, and then it dies and then your character's like, oh right, I need batteries. <laughs> and then that's it. Like you you can't you can't pick up the little thing. You can't do anything. It's just there to be creepy. And it just felt like unnecessary like I don't know. Just flatness. <laughs> In what otherwise was could have been a really good game. You know, they had the elements there. They just didn't use them right um
1: should we move on to music
0: what did you give it for gameplay did we talk about that yeah
1: i said i gave it a five.
0: Oh, i gave it a six so far all of our scores are just like
1: you're like one one, one up from you yeah <laughs> so music
0: music what'd you give it i gave it a seven
1: i gave it an eight. Oh, really what what
0: <laughs> wow that's surprising okay
1: i liked all the ambient noise yeah i liked the you know the the breaking light bulbs or stuff falling in the background not that you can see anything right but, but like, it was the, like the, the audio spooky noises are there and the wii remote thing using it as your cell phone yeah mic. it was cool i liked that
0: it was cool and the voices sounded super creepy the voice acting was terrible well, the english voice acting and yeah i mean maybe the japanese was great i honestly i thought about changing it to japanese just because the english voice acting was we, so we bad should've.
1: we should have changed the voice it was too. so it just bad had, like the subtitles
0: yeah it would have been a lot easier um but yeah a lot of the voice acting was just like literally reading lines like i wanted to help her yeah <laughs> I wanted to help her so much. And it was just like, why? How did they consider that acceptable? <laughs> like, I think what was his name? Um, the reporter guy, Makoto Makoto. his his voice acting was pretty good. Rins was okay. Um, but like every everyone else, it was this like weird. I don't know if they were aiming for the weirdness or if it was just like, bad voice acting like i can't tell um the cell phone
1: ringing was really loud
0: (laughs) it was really loud like
1: it was abnormally loud for the rest of the game
0: i think it's because it rings on your wii remote and on tv so like you have the like double audio coming at you so it is like abnormally loud because i think we turned up our Wii remote audio so we could both hear it but um with the ringing being on the Wii remote and the tv it just was too much i think but yeah you're right it was like ear piercing and really loud um some of the go the, the ringing of the ghosts like when they're in the room the there's like this <laughs> and that that noise like in itself is a good like indicator okay there's a ghost nearby that i need to look at but there was like one section where uh, rico was sitting on the chair and every time you walked by that area it was like <laughs> like ah shut up (laughs) i'm done hearing that noise (laughs) it
1: was like you're supposed to look at something here but there was nothing to look at
0: right yeah i mean there was nothing to interact with like there was no point like other than just saying okay she's sitting there like she is sitting there She's. you don't need to make that noise every single time just have her be there like (laughs) um but yeah otherwise there was a handful of actual music. There wasn't a whole lot, but there was a handful of sections. I had actual music that I help uh, that I think helped portray some of the emotion of the section that it was playing in like towards the end where, um, Rin is like expressing, you know, everything to Rico and there's like this piano playing and it's, you know, nice and soft and dramatic and it, and it, it fit really well. Um and, and really all the moments that they had some sort of music in it, it fit pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. It was good. Yep. So overall I gave it an eight out of ten. Seven. Okay. Um, you know, I I had a fun time figuring out the story. Like, even though it was kind of crazy and all over the place, like, that's what I had the most fun doing was unlocking the story and figuring it out.
1: Yeah. Riku and uh, Riko. Rico's and Rin's story. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The rest of it was just confusing. Filler. Yeah. <laughs> Unnecessary. Um, Chico's, like, little story was fun.
1: It was fun, Yeah.
0: Um where, you know
1: You get a different like
0: experience. Her her husband, you know, she loved stop, Riley, be good. Um her you know, she lost her husband, she really wanted to see her husband again. It just so happened that her her husband was um Rico's like only friend. And so you know, obviously, her experience in the abyss was very peaceful and happy and not not a problem where everyone else it was this like spooky experience <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I don't know i I didn't think it was a terrible game <laughs> um a couple. I'm sorry, I wanted to talk oh, about a ahead. couple scenes yeah, that absolutely. I liked overall.
1: Yeah. I I liked the uh the music room scene where you had to sneak in there to get your cell phone. Yeah, that
0: was an interesting part of the game.
1: Like the three girls were in there playing the piano and you had to like sneak in there while they were playing to get the cell phone and when they stopped playing you had to hide. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I liked that. I bet you did it wasn't as fun for me because I had to actually do it no it it wasn't so bad I really liked when you grab the phone and she's like what are you doing (laughs) and then they start chasing you that it was it was cool it was pretty cool and then I like the hairdresser scene That was probably the like scariest scariest one, yeah, because you couldn't fight her off. She had scissors, and she was going to. And she was freaking using them. (laughs) Like, if she got a hold of you, she stabbed you and killed you. Like, that was probably the most violent scene too. Like, there was no like escaping that one. Like, the. Your goal was to get the scissors, but like you get you get to the hairdresser, there was no scissors there. It's because the ghost has the scissors, and when you realize this, the ghost like morphs through the mirror, which was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, the ghost morphs through the mirror and then uh, like chases you, and your goal is to get to the next room and shut and lock the door. Well, she blocks the entrance to that room, so you have to like methodically like lure her out of the entrance of the door so that you can like run around her and get into the door and then shut it but then like after you shut the door she like bangs on the door and like scratches at the door for a while and then she eventually goes away and when you open the door like you can see this st- the scissors sticking in the <laughs> door like slash marks all over it was it was intense for sure intense and man if she got you you were dead <laughs> there was no fighting it was just like you're dead
1: yeah it was one of those um like red white black kind of
0: sequences. yeah 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 very interesting game um so my total score was a 37 out of 50 mine was 34 so that's a 71 yep <laughs> Um, and 71 is a C minus, which it fits. It's
1: pretty fair. Yeah. Um,
0: This is honestly, this is like my first horror game that I've <laughs> completely finished. Um, I've played like Last of Us before and I, it's kind of horror survival. But like, I don't know. It was fun to see like this one just kind of rough around the edges, you know, I, I don't know if it was, like, a bad production or just, like, rushed or what. But it just it was kind of not very well put together. <laughs> it could have been better.
1: It could have been better. It was, like, it's, like, halfway there.
0: Yeah. It really is. There's there's a few things if they'd have just fixed a few. Because the story was pretty good, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think they didn't tell it very well. But the story itself was pretty good but in the gameplay is where it really fell apart like the wii remote was really cool but like it the motion thing sucked just i don't know but yeah that's our review for calling on the wii um nice little spooky game for october halloween halloween speaking of our next game is going to be Luigi's Mansion on the uh, GameCube with uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 being released on Halloween, Halloween. I think. So I uh, thought it would be appropriate to actually play this game. I I haven't played it before at all, so it'll be nice to pick it up. I'm not really sure if Kaylee's going to be playing it with me or if you're going to be playing with me. We don't know yet, but somebody is. Uh, I'm playing it. Somebody will be playing it with me. <laughs> So we're going to hash out all the details, but we'll let you guys know as we know more. And um, yeah, thank you guys for listening and watching. And uh, leave us some reviews on iTunes so we can talk about it on Zap Chats. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.